For thousands of years, women have been defined by, shamed because of, and oppressed for their bodies and sexuality. Societies globally and historically have attempted to keep women's power at bay by controlling the narrative over our bodies and sexuality. If you're ready to reclaim your power, recharge your relationship with your own body, and reignite your sexuality, then you have come to the right place. I'm Tara, a body and sex positive advocate who aims to break stigmas and end shame when it comes to women's sexuality and their body confidence. You are now tuned in and turned on with Tara. I am so excited to announce that Tuned In and Turned On with Tara is officially a partner with SDC.com. If you don't know what SDC is, it stands for Seek, Discover, Connect, and it is a lifestyle dating site for adults both couples and singles who are open-minded. It's a great way to connect with other couples or singles who are interested in swinging like you. Not only can you meet so many other people in the community, you also get access to all sorts of media content like podcasts, articles, and videos answering your questions about swinging. SDC also lets you put in your travel dates so you can connect with people wherever you may be traveling to. And the site shares events and parties near you. If you want to give SDC a try, get a free 14-day trial with my code 37201 or follow the link in my show notes. Hey, hey everyone. I am back. I know that I keep saying I'm going to be more consistent with recording podcasts every two weeks, but y'all, I seriously underestimated working from home with two kids home for the summer, um, not having any days without them whether it's school or daycare or anything like that this summer it's a struggle it's a struggle I, I kind of feel like I'm losing my mind some days I don't know if you guys can relate to that I love having them here for the summer but at the same time I'm like oh my gosh I need a break anyway I'm very excited because today's podcast is a topic that I really think we should be talking about more because it's so easy to say oh hey I'm body positive I'm body neutral, I'm sex positive, I'm this, and we don't really know what those terms fully mean, and I'm just as guilty of that. So today's episode is all about sex positivity. I want to talk exactly about what being sex positive means, why sex positivity matters, and how you can start implementing more sex positive practices into your life. For a while now, I have described myself and this podcast as sex positive. To me, that just meant I wasn't afraid to discuss sex, but the more I thought about it, I realized I wasn't exactly sure what the sex positive movement was all about. I knew why being sex positive mattered to me, but I didn't quite grasp why sex positivity mattered on a greater scale. So I did a lot of research for this podcast episode, And after reading so many definitions of what it meant to be sex positive, the one that resonated with me the most was from health.com. Dr. Rachel Needle told health.com that someone who is sex positive is open to learning more about their own body and other people's bodies, as well as consent, intimacy, and how to communicate about sex topics. They said it also means that they're open to embracing and exploring their own sexuality and that of others, including sexual behavior, gender, sexual anatomy, and identity in a respectful, non-judgmental way without shame. 
For a lot of people, being sex positive means finally becoming more comfortable in their own skin, with their nudity, their sexuality, other people's sexualities, gender identity, and so much more. Through sex positivity, many people are able to break free of stigmas and let go of shame. I've gone over this in previous podcast episodes, but it's no secret that sex over several centuries has tended to be viewed from more of a moralistic or religious framework. Because of this, so many people struggle with shame when it comes to their bodies and sexuality. Sex positivity is meant to help us as a society break away from those stigmas and shame. So how did sex positivity begin? There have been several sexual revolutions throughout history, but then most notable was the sexual liberation movement of the 1960s and 70s. And you want to know why this movement just 50 to 60 years ago even began? Because for basically all of time before that, no one ever wanted to admit that women enjoyed or wanted sex. Yeah, that's right. For centuries, it was thought that sex was basically just for male pleasure or reproduction. Even though women's bodies played such a huge part in sex, they weren't really thought of as important. In reality, women weren't really thought of as important at all, but that's another podcast episode. So in the 1960s and 1970s, when feminism was on the rise, women began to say, hey, we have sexual needs and desires too. And it pissed a lot of people off. Women for once were just wanting to embrace and feel empowered by their own sexuality. Unfortunately, a lot of other people saw this as an attack on what they saw as the foundation of American society, which was the family unit. Conservatives began to warn that this movement was not about female sexual empowerment, but instead was just encouraging promiscuity. Are you getting pissed off listening to this? I mean, I am just just speaking it. Guys, I want to put this in perspective for you. My dad is 52 years old. My in-laws are in their 60s. I'm guessing some of you have parents that are in their 70s. This means they grew up in a world where common thought was that women didn't enjoy sex, and if they did, they were more promiscuous. They were shamed for it, something men really didn't have to deal with. And just like any movement or new school of thought, sexual liberation takes a while to catch on. I mean, honestly, can you say it's even really caught on now? So that means that most of us were raised by a generation that didn't buy into sexual liberation and instead gave us a lot of conscious and subconscious messaging that sex was bad. So back to our history lesson. In 1960, the birth control pill was introduced and for once, women didn't have to have babies. They had a choice on whether or not they wanted to have children. The pill allowed them to focus on having sex for pleasure instead of just procreation. And to conservatives, the pill was the problem causer. It became the scapegoat for them. So the sexual liberation movement of the 1960s and 70s for moralists centered heavily around the argument of the morality of the pill. But really what the cause of the sexual revolution was, wasn't the pill. Just like it wasn't the realization that penicillin could treat syphilis. It was a new generation's rejection of old values, mostly the ideologies surrounding sex and marriage. For the first time, people were saying you didn't need to be married or even in love with someone to have sex with them. The sexual liberation movement has its moments in the 1960s and 1970s, 
But then in the 1980s, we see this huge cultural push to shift back to family values and the conservative movement led by Ronald Reagan. But then in the 1990s, we finally see the term sex positive come to America with the founding of the Center for Sex and Culture in San Francisco and the Center for Sex Positive Culture in Seattle. A lot of the sex positive movement in the 1990s was really focused on the acceptance of sex for all people, not just women, but for the gay and queer communities, the transgender communities, etc. During this time, there was also what is referred to as a third wave of feminism, which basically had women asking, what is femininity and why do I have to be feminine? This challenged gender roles and women began to question their identities as often defined by society. Then, in the 2010s, we began to see a rise again in the message of sex positivity thanks to the internet. Sex positivity as we see it today focuses mainly on providing comprehensive sex education instead of just teaching abstinence, making sure everyone understands and respects bodily autonomy and consent, and that all consensual interactions between adults are valid, no matter gender, sexuality, kink, etc. Now, while this all sounds amazing in theory, what I found during my research to be really interesting is that Gen Z is kind of rejecting sex positivity. Not so much its theories, but as the instead they're rejecting the movement itself. A lot of this newer generation have come out and said that sex has become too glamorized and too casual and that it begins to feed right back into the patriarchy. I can kind of see what they mean because I have faced many interactions with men in which they felt they were just owed sex by me or other women because we simply existed in the same environment or a party as them. In some ways, I can definitely see how the sex positive movement has made sex too casual when it is important to recognize that sex is still an intimate act between two or more human beings and bodies. Others complained that the sex-positive movement has focused so much on kink acceptance that people felt in order to be sex-positive, they had to explore all kinks or be kink-friendly to every kink experience in the bedroom, even if it didn't actually appeal to them. I think just like with anything, we have to approach sex-positivity with moderation, in a way. Truth be told, I have found the sex-positive movement to be more helpful than harmful to me. But again, I'm coming from a generation that was raised with extreme religious stigmas surrounding sex that caused us to grow up feeling ashamed of any sexual thought or feeling we had. I think Gen Z may not see the need for sex positivity so much anymore because they are so blessed to be surrounded by their generation, which is so accepting. But unfortunately, that's just not the case for us all. As a millennial swinger and sex worker, Playboy Bunny, OnlyFans creator, I still face critiques and judgments constantly, especially online. Just this week, I had comments on my TikToks calling me a slut and saying I must have daddy issues. There's still a lot of shame associated with women and sex. And then, of course, any sexual relationship that is deemed to be outside the norm of American family values, i.e. monogamy. While as a Playboy Bunny and OnlyFans creator, I definitely don't want to make other women or young girls feel they have to create content to feel empowered or that they shouldn't think seriously before becoming a sex worker. I do think it's important that there are women and men who do feel empowered by becoming content creators. For me, being able to explore and share my sexuality publicly without shame makes me feel stronger, more in touch with my sexual desires, 
prouder of my body. And finally, like I'm in control of the narrative around my body and sexuality. This should be an individual decision and no one should feel pressured to be a content creator on a platform like OnlyFans in order to consider themselves truly positive. And Gen Z was saying that that was one of their complaints. They felt that being a sex worker was becoming too glamorized, that being an OnlyFans creator uh, was one of the only ways to show that you're sex positive. And I get what they're saying and that's not true. It is something you should think seriously about. But what I think most of us who call ourselves sex positive are really asking for is respect and acceptance despite our lifestyles not fitting within the boundaries of what has been considered sexually appropriate in the past. What consenting adults do in their private time doesn't really affect anyone else. If you don't want to see content, don't pay to be a subscriber. If anything, platforms like OnlyFans and Playboy Centerfold have given women the power to capitalize on the patriarchal over-sexualization of our bodies independently instead of forcing women into illegal sex work where they are endangered or the often misogynistic and harmful porn industry that is mostly male-ran. I would argue that this sex-positive movement is still very necessary because women are still seen as less than if they embrace their sexuality or explore their sexuality especially publicly, when men have been doing this for centuries without real consequence. I'm not trying to get super political on here, but we've had several men from both parties in the highest office in the nation who have been accused of sexual misconduct, and yet they still get to be president of the United States. Donald Trump openly said something about grabbing women by their pussies, basically sexual assault, and was still elected. Yet a woman makes an OnlyFans and suddenly she's not allowed to be a teacher. She could lose her job. Hell, she could even lose custody of her children. There's not an equality when it comes to thinking between sex for a man and woman. Men are given a lot more freedom to explore their sexuality as long as it's heterosexual sexuality publicly than women are. Sex positivity aims to break the stigmas for sex workers and anyone truly embracing their sexuality. Just because you're a sexual person or because you choose to not practice monogamy or heterosexuality or because you reject normal gender roles or because you've become a content creator doesn't mean you deserve less respect or that you're less capable of living a well-adjusted life. Outdated ideologies surrounding sex and misogyny lead to these harsh judgments of those living outside of what society deems as outside of the sexual norm. Those ideologies are still very prevalent, and that's exactly why we need sex positivity today. So what are some ways that you can start practicing sex positivity in your life now? Now, some of these practices are fun, guys, and some of them are going to take, well, practice. You know, changing your mindset and the way you think about sex and approach topics of sex, that can be difficult, but, you know, practice working your muscle of your brain, you know, you're going to become stronger and better at it. So number one, explore your sexual fantasies. Stop repressing them. Let them come to the surface and just at least admit to yourself that you're thinking about it and it's okay. Number two, communicate your sexual needs and desires to your partner. If you're not orgasming in the bedroom, tell your partner. You can do this in a nice way and say, hey, let's do this differently. Hey, you know what? 
I need to come. There's other desires, you know, like if you're like, hey, I have been thinking about playing, like introducing some toys into the bedroom. Don't be afraid to bring that up. You're sex positive by openly having conversations and you should be able to do this with your spouse who is your best friend. Number three, advocate for safe and healthy sex. Practice safe sex. Being sex positive doesn't mean that we're just open to the rampant spread of STDs and being careless with our bodies, okay? The best way to be sex positive is to practice safe sex, to get tested, to use protection, etc., etc., guys, because we also want to protect each other's bodies and our own body. Number four, and address unhealthy sexual behaviors you may have that are impulsive or possibly compulsive. I'm going to give you guys an example of this, but in my 20s, I told you guys before I had a boyfriend say that I was just a succubus. I mean, I I know, whatever. But um, for me, that really stuck with me and made me feel like my value was in sex. He said this to me, like breaking up with me and that I could only be seen as sexual by men. So to kind of deal with that, I would practice like, um, just really impulsive, like one night stands and sexual hookups that I don't necessarily think that I always thought through. I just thought that, oh, that's who I am. And now looking back on that, I can see that was really unhealthy behavior. So sometimes that can be difficult to look at yourself and be like, oh my gosh, you know what? Like I am masturbating 10 times a day and I'm not getting any work done. That's probably unhealthy. (laughs) It's probably not good for my life. And it can be a little embarrassing to admit to yourself, but it's good to do that because again, you're breaking stigma and you're saying, hey, you know what? I have this sexual behavior. I want to be more sex positive and I'm going to stop these unhealthy behaviors. Number five, and this is a big one, guys. Accept the consensual sexual behavior of other adults instead of judging them. I'm talking to you, monogamous people who love to call me out for being a swinger. Guys, what other adults are doing in their time, like sexually with other adults that are consenting, like it's not really bothering you, okay? It doesn't really have anything to do with you. Worry about your own sex life and say good for them. I don't know what number we're on anymore, but here's the next one. Support comprehensive sex education in schools instead of just the message abstinence is best because let's be real in high school our hormones are going crazy Mm, i would say that a lot of people are having sex and they don't really care about the whole abstinence thing so like let's just teach them like the truth guys like use protection Uh, stds do spread but like you know you don't have to like fear monger the kids and just like teach them you know the real things about sex instead of making it into such a scary thing and making them feel so ashamed of having sexual desires or needs or acting on them the very last one is pretty simple guys just realize that sex is a natural part of being human so many times we feel ashamed of sex we see it on tv and our cheeks redden we talk about it and we're like shh so Instead of that, it shouldn't be like that because it's something that we're all experiencing. It's something that's very normal. It is a part of being human and it's pleasurable for a reason. So remember, sex is a natural part of being human. 
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode on sex positivity, what it is, maybe you understand it a little more, the history of the movement, and start putting in to practice some of those things I told you you can do to practice self-positivity more. You have been listening to Tuned In and Turned On with Tara. So until next time, babe, I'm out.